Welcome to Precepts of Faith. This is Conrad DeFries. The title of our Bible lesson today is uh, Effectual Prayer. God wants us, <clears throat> his body, members of his body, to be very effective in prayer. And he has given us all the tools. He's given us everything that we need uh, that's necessary for us to be effective in prayer. And really, answered prayer has a lot more to do with us um, than it does with God. It's really up to us um, to know how to pray effectively, uh, to get answers to prayer, to hear from God, to carry out his will upon the earth. Um, so when we talk about prayer, what is prayer? I'm going to give several meanings. There's many more than this. Um, but one is a prayer is going to God with a need and with the promise to meet that need. In other words, you go to God, you have a need, but you get a scripture, you get a, a spiritual principle, you go to God with that together to get an answer to prayer. Next, it is communicating and fellowshipping with God. Some people only are aware of one kind of prayer, and that's the prayer of petition, which we'll be talking about later, uh, where we're, we're making requests, Lord, I need this, Lord, I need that, please do this, so on. But prayer is many, many things. It, it is that, but it's more than that. It, it's a time of fellowship. Um, it's a time of communicating and talking to God. Um, it's really good to learn how to, when you pray, just to, just to talk to God. He already knows everything, but he wants to know what you want to talk about and what you are believing him for and what you are praying about. And you just, you just talk to him. You just communicate with him. He's, he's your heavenly father. And, and to fellowship with him, to worship him and praise him, all of that is including in prayer. Next, or number three, we would say, that um, uh, prayer, it, it, is, it, is the, it is the believer giving voice to God's Word. You can have the Bible laying by your bed. You can have it laying in the living room. You can have a big, beautiful Bible with a lot of pictures. You can have a lot of things. Um, but you've got to take that Word to get it to go to work for you. You, you, you do that in prayer, and you do it by learning how to pray the Word of God or giving voice um, to the Word of God. Another thing, prayer is not so much um, uh, letting your requests be made known, which it is that, um, but prayer is not so much letting the request be made known as it is receiving the answer. Real prayer has a lot more to do with receiving um, the answer because most of the things you're praying for is, has already been promised you in the Word of God. Um, another thing prayer is, um, it is joining forces um, with God, um, the Father, um, uh, to see the will of God done on the earth. Um, we become co-laborers with him. We are laboring together. It's his word. He will back it up, but he needs us to give voice to it. We become co-laborers with him in prayer. 
There's things that he wants to see done. He wants to see souls saved. He wants to see people delivered. He wants to see strongholds pulled down so that doors can be opened in, in, in different areas of this country and other countries, in people's lives, different areas. He's wanting more things to break through so that the gospel can go forward. So we, we become uh, co-laborers with him. Also, uh, prayer is, a, is spiritual warfare. Um, when we talk about putting on the whole armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6, um, really Jesus is our intercessor today. He's our high priest um, interceding for us. Um, that's his armor, and we put on that whole armor. And right on down at the end, of, right after it talks about the armor, it talks about praying with all kinds of prayer. Um, so prayer is spiritual warfare. Many times it's in prayer where the, where the battles are won, even before they're ever manifested. Uh, spending time in prayer, effective praying, and uh, going to God in prayer with needs, with things that he wants that you want done in your life, um, things that you're praying for others for, praying for your nation, praying for the country, praying for the fivefold ministry, praying for the members of the body of Christ, um, many things God's wanting to do. Um, and when you, when you get into prayer, you get into spiritual warfare. As you stand on the word, as you endure, as you hold fast, as you declare, as you believe, as you receive, um, as you hold on in prayer, um, many victories are won in prayer that we will see manifested later on in our lives or in the lives of others. And we've said prayer is laboring together with God, co-labors, join, joining forces with him. Prayer also, the last one that I'll mention, though prayer is many other things, prayer is exercising your will concerning the word of God. It's where you let God know, and it's where you let the enemy know um, what you are exercising your will in concerning um, the Word of God. Um, in the book of 1 John, chapter 5 and verse 14, um, and just before we look at that and read that, um, to be effective in prayer, um, you must pray according to God's will or according to God's Word. Um, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, then we know that whatsoever we ask, we receive because we are praying according to his will. So when you pray according to the word of God, then you know that he hears you. One thing you don't want to do is, is, is think that God hears you because you feel like God heard you. I feel like I, that God heard me today, or I don't feel like God heard me, you know, getting over in the soulish realm. You want to base your prayer strictly upon the word of God. You want to train yourself um, to pray according to God's word and, and, and declare and say and believe, if I've prayed according to his word, he hears me. 
this is um, uh, according to the Word of God. So you can know that He hears you when you pray according to His Word. It's important to pray in the name of Jesus. I'm going to give you the verse here. But today, in the day that you and I are living in, we do not pray to Jesus. We pray to the Father in Jesus' name. In John chapter 16 and verse 23, And in that day, this is Jesus speaking here, In that day you shall ask me nothing. Now that day that he's talking about is the day that you and I are now living in. In that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily. Now when he uses verily twice, he is really emphasizing this is very important to understand this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Today when we pray, we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. He is our high priest. Um, we cannot go directly to the Father except through the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, but today we do not pray to Jesus. We give Jesus praise. We love him. We are joint heirs with him. He has given us the authority, uh, the legal power of attorney to use his name. Um, but today we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Isn't it wonderful in that scripture? And he says, whatsoever. That's like a blank check based on the word of God. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he says, I will give it you. It's based on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It's based on he has won the victory for us. He has full principalities and powers. Um, but yet we do not pray to Jesus today. When he was upon the earth, they would go to Jesus. Um, they would talk to him. But then he tells us ahead of time, In that day um, you shall ask me nothing, um, but you pray to the Father in Jesus' name. In the book of John, chapter 15 and verse 7, I want you to notice in this verse, either ye or you, referring to you, you know, is mentioned five times. John 15 and 7. If ye abide in me, in my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Five times, Ye or you is mentioned in, in the scriptures. Now, it says if you abide in me, um, that means if you're born again, you're a branch in the vine, you're hooked onto him. If you abide in me, um, in my words, um, abide in you. Um, your effectiveness in prayer is going to be, after you're born again, is going to be how much word you have abiding in you. You may have heard it. You may have learned it. You may know something about it. But it's got to abide. It's got to be the first thing that comes to your mind. It's got to be what you become not only a hearer, but a doer of that word. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, isn't that powerful? Ye shall ask what you will. 
and it shall be done unto you. God is wanting the members and the body of Christ to become more and more and very effective in prayer. He wants us to know how to pray effectively. And the emphasis here is upon you. What you pray, what you need, what you're wanting for an answer in prayer. And God is wanting to give you and I those those answers in prayer. Now, there are some things when it comes to prayer, there's some things that you should not depend on to get answers to prayer. One of those is a certain bodily position. Some people think, well, you have to kneel to pray. Well, you have to do certain ways, stand up to pray. There is no certain bodily position in prayer. Now, sometimes you may feel better in prayer to kneel. Sometimes you may want to walk in prayer. You can pray lying in bed at night or even during the day. You can pray sitting in a chair. There is no certain bodily position that the Bible gives us. He does talk about at times uh, we, we, kneel, we kneel ourselves, we bow ourselves to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, but the Bible does not require a certain bodily position. The next thing, don't depend upon your works. Don't depend upon, well, you've got perfect church attendance. Well, you've read the Bible through ten times. Well, you've done this, you've done that. Or if you feel like you haven't done some of those things, don't depend upon your works for answers to prayer, but depend upon the precious, holy, written Word of God. Stand upon His Word to get answers to prayer. Another thing, don't depend um, on, on how long you've been on your knees. Well, I'm praying for an hour, so I should get an answer. Well, I've prayed three hours. Well, I've been here 30 minutes. Um, no, you might get an answer in a half a minute, uh, and you might get an answer after you pray an hour a day for three weeks. Um, you you can, don't, don't depend on the length of time um, that you've been on your knees or, or that you have been in prayer. And uh, it doesn't matter how hard you have tried to get an answer. You say, well, I've tried so hard. I've done this and I've done that, that your, that your hard trying is going to get answers to prayer. Don't depend upon that. Depend upon the Word of God. Another thing not to do is how bad the need is. You say, well, God has to hear me because it's so critical. He has to hear me because I can't stand any longer. He has to hear me. Don't depend upon that. Depend upon the Word of God. We've got to correct our thinking. If there's anything we are kind of out of bounds with, we want to get our thinking back so that we can be effective in prayer. Another thing I find sometimes people doing, they're begging God, Lord, please, just please help me, just please do so. They're just begging and begging Him. We do not have any scripture that prayer is effective if you just beg and beg long enough. So those are things not to depend on in prayer, but God is a hearer and an answerer of His Word. Uh, you want to learn to pray, pray the Word. 
praying the word gives you a basis for your prayer. What are some of the reasons that we need to pray, or what is the importance of praying? Praying, praying the word, this gives God something to work with. God has to have something. He doesn't meet our needs according to our needs or how long we've prayed or how much good works that we have done, but he has to have something to work with. Another thing that prayer does, it's important for prayer, changes you. The more you spend in time in prayer, that means you're depending on God. You're not depending on yourself. You're not depending on someone else or some circumstance. Prayer lets God know that you're depending on him, and it changes you on the inside. It changes circumstances is another thing it do. Another thing, it, it stops the enemy, and it will bring restoration. Another thing that prayer does, it will reveal God's will to you. Just as Joshua was in a battle, and he couldn't get the battle done because he was going to run out of daylight, so he went to prayer. In prayer is where he got the answer what to do. You know, sometimes people go to prayer, and that's where they stop. But really, in prayer is where many times you get the answer what to do. Uh, Moses went to God, and he said, Why criest to me? Take the rod that's in thine hand and stretch it out over the waters and divide the waters. He, he got an answer crying to God what for him to do. Joshua got an answer, and God told him to speak to the sun and to the moon and so forth. Um, many times um, people will go to prayer and they say, well, I've prayed and I'm just waiting on God. Um, but many times when we go to prayer, we should go to prayer to get an answer from God, what for us to do? What steps do we need to take? Um, what action by faith do we need to take um, to get our needs met um, and to get to get an answer to our prayers um, prayer <clears throat> helps us to discern the voice uh, of god and separate it from the voices um, that is in the world um, prayer is a two-way um, communication us talking to God, but then we need to let God talk to us. Some people get so busy crying and praying and petitioning that God cannot really talk to them. Uh, a prayer warrior that I knew many years ago, they spent four hours out in a little trailer outside their house praying and praying and praying and praying and praying, and it's like they never felt like they got through. Finally, they just kind of relaxed and and said, well, I prayed four hours, and, and they just stopped and leaned up against the wall and sat, sat down in the floor, and as soon as they got quiet, then they began to hear from God. Many times when you've prayed and prayed, then, then begin to listen. Prayer is a two-way communication between God and the person doing the praying. You, you take your request to God, and then you listen to him 
for the answer. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 6 and verse 18, it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. In the Moffat translation, just the first part of the verse, it says, Praying with all manner of prayer. Now, if he had just said, just pray in the King James Version, but he didn't. He said, praying with all prayer. The Moffat translation says, praying with all manner of prayer. The Goodspeed translation says, use every kind of prayer in entreaty in approaching God in prayer. So we see that there is more than just one kind of prayer. There are numerous uh, different kinds of prayer. For us to be effective in prayer, we must learn the difference in the different kinds of prayer, and we're going to be going into that, um, and, and how that each prayer to be effective is to be prayed a particular way. Some people say, well, isn't just prayer prayer? You could say, well, sports is sports. You know, you could play, you could play baseball by uh, football rules. You know, or you could play hockey with softball rules. No, sports is sports, but you play different kinds of sports by different, uh, different rules. And so it is in prayer. There's different kinds of prayer. But you pray each prayer according to different spiritual laws or different spiritual rules. In the book of James, chapter 5 and verse 16, he says, Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. I like what the classic Amplified Bible says there in the latter part of that verse. Um, it says, um, the effectual prayer um, makes tremendous power available, um, dynamic um, in its working. Effective prayer can cause the power that's in God's Word to be released and go to work. Um, effective praying. Um, so we've entitled this series, um, Effectual Prayer. In the book of Luke, chapter 18 and verse 1, um, he, and, and, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, um, that men ought always to pray um, and not to faint. Um, prayer, perseverance in prayer, um, steadfastness in prayer will bring you victory. Um, I want to mention, as we get close to the end of this lesson, I want to give you at least seven different kinds of prayer, and we'll be going into these more in depth in the future. The first one is the prayer of faith or the prayer of petition. That's a prayer that you only pray one time because, as it says, for an example, in Mark 11:24, what things soever you desire when you pray... Believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. The Weymouth translation there says, If you believe that you have received it, um, 
it shall be yours. So when you pray according to his will and you believe you receive it when you pray, then you don't keep asking him in this particular kind of prayer. This, this particular prayer is more for your own self, for individual prayer. There are a few unusual instances where you can pray the prayer of faith for others, um, but most of the time this prayer is where you are praying for yourself. Um, then another kind of prayer, number two, we have the prayer of agreement, if two shall agree. Number three, we have the prayer um, of commitment, um, or we also could call that the prayer of consecration. And the prayer of casting all your cares upon the Lord. This is where Jesus prayed the prayer, If it be possible, remove this cup from me. But we don't pray that kind of a prayer when we already know the will of God concerning healing, concerning salvation, concerning finance, concerning victory and deliverance. But we do pray that prayer when, it, when it's about things um, where to live, um, uh, what things we're to do, what decisions to make about a lot of things. We, we, we do pray that prayer. And we'll be going more into depth in that, the prayer of commitment um, or the prayer of consecration and casting all your cares upon him. Number four is the prayer of worship um, and praise. Um, some people are not aware that that's a kind of prayer, but that, that's communicating with God. It, it's a communication. You, you, you're not asking for something. You're not petitioning God for something. You're actually just spending time in praise and worship. And, and you know, when, when uh, uh, his name was still called Saul at the time, Saul and Barnabas and others were at Antioch, and, and they were ministering to the Lord, worshiping and praising him. The Holy Ghost said to them, separate me. Saul and Barnabas for the work that I've called them to do. Sometimes in a prayer and a time of worship and praise uh, is a time that you'll hear from God. Uh, many times I've heard from God uh, even in a church service while we're worshiping and praising and giving glory and honor to him. We're not asking him for anything. We're not we're not petitioning and standing firm for anything, but we're just worshiping and loving God and ministering to him. Many times that is when you'll hear from God and get answers to prayer. The fifth kind of prayer we're talking about, and these are not all the kinds, but some of the major kinds of prayer, is united prayer. That's when the whole congregation or the whole group is in united prayer. And we'll see that in that kind of prayer that people receive like a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. And people, and they begin to go out, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And people were healed, and they would bring the sick so that even the shadow of Peter would fall upon them. United prayer is a powerful kind of prayer for believers to pray. Number six is the prayer of intercession. <clears throat> and intercession is where one is praying prayer on behalf of another. It's not for yourself, um, but it, it is for someone else. Um, and we will, hopefully, we'll get to look at the difference in intercession and supplication. It's wonderful to get into the different kinds of prayer. The prayer number seven is the prayer in the Spirit or the prayer and speaking 
in other tongues um, as the Spirit gives utterance. Um, and we'll look at the, as the different kinds of praying in the Spirit. There's two kinds of tongues. Um, there's, there's one kind of tongue that's your own prayer language, um, and there's another kind of tongue that is for interpretation. And it's important that we as believers, sometimes we're praying in the Spirit, uh, uh, not, not, not in a service where it disturbs everything because there's a certain order. Paul said, I would rather pray five words in a known language um, than 10,000 in an unknown because the, the body is not edified. <clears throat> and so, but in a, in a congregation, we pray where people can understand. But when we're in our own prayer closet, so to speak, um, we can pray in the Spirit. Uh, and there are times that God is wanting us uh, to believe Him and to receive the interpretation of what we're praying in tongues. Um, many wonderful ministers, the key to their ministries has been praying in the Spirit um, and then getting the interpretation to what they are praying so they will know more how to press forward and to do what God has called them to do. And that's not only for ministers, but that's for every believer. You can pray in the Spirit. Um, you can pray the will of God, pray mysteries in the Spirit. Um, but there are also times that you can get an interpretation to your own prayer, to your own praying, so that you can know what God is praying. Well, praise God, we're going to come to a close of this lesson, and we're looking forward to continuing these things on prayer on in the next lesson. Amen. Amen.